once again. Once again, I have no idea what I sound like. But I think you've done this enough to Do you know, want my headphones? Bro, post meditation, the last thing you want to do is talk. Yeah. You just wanna just wanna sit and look at things. Let's start with this. What what would you say at this point? Like actually from beginner gravity. From be- <laughs> 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 from beginner to where you are now, what would you say your your difficulties have been with your meditation? Well, yeah, with your meditation practice. Like when Bro, you first started, what was that? When I first started, I didn't even know what it was. Like I was trying to read a book, trying to figure out because I because so my introduction to meditation was the Vipassana book, so the Art of Living mm-hmm. by Goenka, and it was just like, oh, this is what the method looks like. Mm-hmm. And when I practiced it, I wasn't really sure if I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So literally, I would just be sitting down for like five minutes, closing my eyes. My mind would just go somewhere. <laughs> like what's going on? Like, oh shit. I only focused on my breath for maybe two two moments the whole five minutes. Not knowing that you're making progress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Because that's progress too. Yeah. And and then I, my first actual like time I remember was probably the, my first Vipassana course, which is the very first day we, we, we came in. Um, they make you sit for an hour, <laughs> just like that. There's no like 20 minutes. Okay, we'll ease you in. So it's just <laughs> get in right there, in. get in there. And if you can't do it, just keep trying. For an hour. For an hour. And we did it. And it was the hardest thing ever. Yeah. And then from there, the silence started. And then, like, that was just super intense. So it all hit me at once. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was out, I was, like, I was seasoned at meditation. Yeah. So you got a grasp. Yeah. But then once I got out, I tried to maintain the practice for a few days. Very hard. Life. Life happens. Life happens. Fucking resistance happens. And gets in the way. But it's not really that it gets in the way. It's just life makes it easier for you not to do it. Mm. Because you're like, yeah. oh, I'm Look tired. Obligation. I'm tired. I'd rather eat. I'd rather. Because yeah. when you, like, what I realize is you have so much time in a day to meditate <sighs> in total. And, like, you just have to mind, sacrifice. Your mind you really do. just makes up any excuses. Like, and, and once you really, like, you'll get to a point in your meditation where you, you realize that, and I don't want to project an experience, but you'll realize that. Like your mind just grabs onto anything, whether it's that itch on your foot, food, your phone. Or are you breathing properly? Are you breathing properly? (laughs) Which is, I mean, that's a good tool and you can, of course, uh, cultivate that. But even that, like you could just be doing nothing instead of doing something. Yeah. There's no need to be doing. And doing nothing is doing something. Mm-hmm. The joke oh, is you're doing bro, something no matter bro, when what. Bro, I, when I read that, I was like, wow. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've known it, but, like, the way it, word, it was worded. Yeah, it's this book. Uh, me and Jiro. Well, Jiro's reading. Zen Jiro. Mind, Beginner's Mind by, what's his name? Suzuki. I know the last name is, right? Shunryu. Shunryu Suzuki. So, bro, it's so good. I'm, like, yeah. almost halfway through. Damn. Almost halfway through. And I think it's a collection of just transcribed of his lectures or something, of his spe- speeches. Mm or talks, something like that. And it breaks down like Zen just mm. so well. What is it in its essence? It's, it's the same thing. It's really the same thing. It's just a different, it's, it's like Buddhism, but it's worded in a different way mm. for someone who, like if, if yourself traditional Buddhism doesn't really resonate with you and the way it's worded and the way it's presented to you, mm. 
Zen just tries to present it to you in a different way. It's like Jollof. <laughs> but you just have your own, right? Basically. It's the same thing. So so the way it works is is just for analogy. The thing is the thing is the thing is everything is can be Zen. Like everything there's Zen in everything. Yeah. I, I, heard, I heard there's a book called The Zen Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Same. So where do you think that can apply? Because I haven't read it, but I've, it, I've heard see, of it. See, the thing about Zen, the, the, the main thing it, it emphasizes is you don't need to be sitting down and meditate and Zazen mm. all the time. Okay. Zazen is the, the, the everything practice of sitting. Living is, is, can become a practice. And, and that they tell you in everyday life you can find... Every when you when you when you approach things with that mentality that everything is a practice and everything can be given your full attention right. and presence, every moment itself is enlightenment. Right. Close that door. Perfectly. So when every single moment you're just like, whoosh, 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 mm. you know, when you're is, tripping, is that is that where the beginner mind comes from? Is that what they mean? Yeah. Beginner's mind is basically <clears throat> to approach everything as a beginner to the expert. The mm. options narrow down mm. to the beginner. Everything is so right. open and it's a fat, vast field. So when, That's interesting, huh? when you approach everything as a beginner, especially like when you're starting something for when you're starting a new skill and trying to learn, everything is like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's I, I, how they tell you to that, approach I, it. That's that's interesting because that's yeah. probably where exactly where beginners like come from. They have no resistance drawing them any direction. They're just free to express they're themselves. Just flowing into everything. Yeah. Just freely explore. And basically what it says is never think you've you got it down. Mm -hmm. Never think you, you know. And they also say having a goal can be detrimental too because that's ego. Mm -hmm. Like I wanna, I wanna become the best like right, Zen right, practitioner right. of yeah. all time. That by itself is the number one key to being the worst Zen mm -hmm. practitioner of all time, because then you're not doing your practice won't be pure, yeah. and then that enlightenment is not gonna happen. You should even do it with the objective of achieving enlightenment, and within that you'll find enlightenment. You shouldn't even try to figure out if you found enlightenment in your practice. It's not something you should right. try to notice. They put a word on it. If it comes up, it's, it's just a feeling. It's if a, it comes up, it comes up. You shouldn't even try to feel it. Mm -hmm. The goal is not that. The mm -hmm. goal is to just sit. So what do you think do that implies with the Joe Dispenza meditations? Well, the Joe Dispenza meditations is just a different approach. It's not, Zen is not necessarily, mm -hmm. not necessarily right, saying not this is objectively yeah, how you should live life. True. It's just if you want to become a Zen practitioner, this is how we suggest you go about mm, it. Okay. But you can play within, because yeah. you know you have like you have control over like the quantum realm too. So mm. if you want to practice imagination and visualization, you could do that too. You could do both. You mm. could have morning meditation be visualization, and midday be a Zen a, a Zen mm. one where you just do nothing, and then another one because those are just different meditations. Mm -hmm. There's different forms of meditations. Yeah. One's is is visualization the other one is just sitting like your object of focus changes that's mm -hmm. the only thing your object of focus in that state is just future and gratitude for outcomes that yeah. you want and the that, other one is just and, your and since like in the past few months like i have so many like just since the data meditation i have so many like different types of meditations that and i now can you do. don't know which one to do i don't know which one to do <laughs> so yeah. i've just been resorting to like just the uh, vipassana just watching the breath the simplest one this, yeah. it's the simplest one yeah i like i like that one a lot yeah. um it's nice to fall asleep too as well yeah yeah, yeah i realized down? actually i think i did that yesterday um but the main thing I'm, I'm getting from zen which i think is something we've lost i think i've touched on this maybe last episode Probably not actually. Are you um, mm -hmm. Okay. It's uh, when you're doing something, 
you can, and that ties in actually with the with the Eckhart Tolle's new, A New Earth, because when you're doing something, you should either be in acceptance, enjoyment, or enthusiasm, mm-hmm. because then you can. There's presence in what you're doing, mm-hmm. and if there's no presence, then your quality of work right. will just diminish, right? Yeah. And Zen talks about how anywhere from from cooking to closing a door <laughs> to closing a door to anything that's going on, it should be the utmost important your, your right. goal. Like your goal right. in life is whatever you're doing at the moment that you're doing it. Right. And for you to become successful, and it's literally what Eckhart Tolle says. It's like a, a successful artist, a successful person is just a successful present moment. Mm. So whenever you're successfully present, you are a success as a human being. Because that's when your utmost quality come. When you're most present in conversation, that's when the quality of conversation mm-hmm. is the highest. That's when you get the most out of it. That's when a person gets the most out of it. You leave rejuvenating like, damn, that was mm-hmm. great. You know? And I think that's a thing that's lost because when we're cooking, we're doing something else while listening cooking. To music. We're listening to music. We're listening to a, a speech podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because listening right. and you're killing two birds with one stone. But you're splitting your attention Mm -hmm. like whether you or not you realize your attention is being split still because you may be cooking but the reason Mm -hmm. why you can listen and cook is because your cooking isn't at this point just automatic Mm -hmm. and you don't need to think about it you're unconsciously cooking so it just there's no really in fulfillment in it you're just doing Mm -hmm. it because you want to do it that's that's true like like when i make decide to make breakfast while listening to a podcast and i don't know what i'm going to make for breakfast yet Mm. like the pan's going to be on high with nothing in it for like a while while I'm flipping back deciding which podcast to watch <laughs> and then next thing you know like the fucking fan needs to be turned on yeah so uh it's it's really just every moment should get your full mm. atten- attention yeah. just awareness and awareness <laughs> is how everything great is created that's, that's so stupid bro why just make money <laughs> and buy stuff <laughs> it's funny because if you're not aware of making money you're just gonna end up losing your money mm-hmm. if you're not aware with your money you're gonna <laughs> just end up yeah. just having money come and go without any of your control and it's like it's the same with it's the same with everything yeah. so um now it's just a matter of it, it feels weird when i like when i first started doing it of eating and having eating be the only thing I do. Oh, you still do that? And when I, I I'm like just restarted doing it. So when I cook, cooking is the only thing I do. When I'm making breakfast, when I'm like getting ready mm-hmm. for for school or to go to work, that's the only thing I mm-hmm. do. If I'm at work, that's the only thing I'm doing. Even though I work every single foot, like even though I've been working at the same spot for so long, and the work itself is easy to become mm-hmm. unconscious, right? Um, so now it's just flipping it. Mm. So that away, so that you can practice that, and when you practice that in things that are mundane, when it's hard, when it's time to practice it in things that actually require mm. attention, now it becomes magnificent. Yeah, and that's why most people now have terrible attention spans, mm. and in moments where their attention is needed, they can't even give it anymore mm. because in moments when it's not needed, they're busy being distracted all mm. the fucking time, and now it becomes your default mode distraction. Yeah, and that's really where the love aspect of putting your like putting love into your work comes from. It's it's just presence. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally just pure presence. That's all love is. Yeah. <laughs> just giving something Fuck, your, like, your full, like giving your full presence and awareness. That is it. Without any judgment, any resistance. Yeah. No, any unconditional. Unconditional love. Uh, what would you say your difficulty is now? 
choosing which meditation meditation to do <laughs> meditation really? it's so funny bro it's like <laughs> you know like now you have too many tools mm-hmm. now it's just like you've you learned so many lessons yeah. and you've not done enough practice and like that's what hit me the biggest on on saturday like mm. stop learning <laughs> just practice it now because what you realize is everything nothing is new mm-hmm. and everything is like bro zen vipassana like same thing. it's underlying this is literally the a new exact earth. same shit <laughs> by this is a new earth by suzuki yeah that's literally what it is but it's worded it's worded in a way where you can oh okay mm-hmm. you know but yeah and like uh i've been having difficulty doing like longer meditations yeah that's what i'm currently yeah, that's that's my goal right spending now. more time yeah. in it um because once you get in it's like when we were doing that nine minutes just before we started just now I was like, damn, this is going to end soon. I can go way longer. Yeah. And then when it hit, I'm like, yeah, we should have put 20 minutes or something. (laughs) But when you're actually setting the timer to go on, it's like, ah, what do I have to do after this? Yeah. I could be doing something. I could be doing something. But the whole point of it is not even how long you necessarily Mm -hmm. go. If you set nine nine minutes, then make sure those nine minutes are the greatest nine. You can have a nine minute meditation that's better than a two hour meditation. So it's really the timer you set. Just sit down for that, even if yeah. you could have gone longer and it was that's a great true. Meditation, and also, it's not it because was. because you get to the point where like that little amount of time is good. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but with the moment you get up, it's like your brain has the permission to just fire, 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 fire. What's, what's happening? This, that, 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 you know. Yeah, but but also the thing about about Zen also is that Zen isn't everything you do. Mm-hmm. And sitting uh, in meditation is just yes. one of them. Yeah. And you shouldn't wait until you're sitting in meditation. Same thing as you shouldn't wait for every Sunday mm. to become holy <laughs> for for that day <laughs> from ten from 9 to 10. And then after that, you just go mm. do je- terrible shit. And then Sunday, mm-hmm. you're back 9 to 10. Therefore, everything Unconscious is right. Unconscious, doing ev- fucking Therefore, drinking. Therefore, everything like- is just reset. <laughs> every Sunday wow. at 9, you reset. And then you just, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want, knowing that every Sunday you're going to reset. It's the same thing be with meditation. Forgive, yeah. People will think, oh man, people will ha- be having a day. And like, what a beautiful woman. People will have, people will be just having a day and then they're spending the entire day going, I can't wait until I can sit in meditation. Mm, yeah. With the whole day passing by. And you don't see that every single moment in the day is an opportunity mm-hmm. to just tune in. Because all you're doing when you're meditating is... That's getting easier, too. That's the one biggest thing I've realized with my meditation practice. I'm sure you have, too. Presence? Presence. Everyday presence. everything you do, like opening that door. Yeah. Feel your body where... Exactly, where's the tension? Just, you know? I think that's where the challenge comes. The... the, Because as you grow older, the reason why... This is funny because it's come up so much in the past few, like, weeks and days where people will go, oh, man, like, time is going so fast. Mm. I'm like, yeah... Like when now you figure out why is because it's You're so not there. easy now, the older you get to just become, especially now and especially in the West, how we're routine so much and there's not really much space for serendipity and spontaneous yeah. things to come in. Right. That's we try actually try to keep that away mm. here. Like we don't want shit, yeah. unexpected shit to happen. We want shit to just be exactly right. automated as we as we programmed it. Right. So as you're in a program, things become less and less new. Everything mm. is routine. So your mind doesn't necessarily need to be aware of anything anymore. Mm. So next thing oh, you know, killer. it's been five weeks. It's the comfort that kills. Yeah, next thing you know, it's it's June 2020. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, how did, where did that time go? Well, basically, what Zen is trying to help you is to just, if you want to slow that down and not feel like time is running out, you can. Just don't get 
don't fall into the rabbit hole of your mm. routine. You can still right. stay in a routine, but attempt to become aware of right. it and not take it for granted. Because as much as it's the same thing every day, it's the same thing in a new way. Mm. Yeah. The floor, there's always a new, yeah, there's a the new ground factor. might have new footsteps. New snow, mm. the snow on the floor might have new new footsteps. It might be new snow from mm. yesterday's snowfall. <laughs> or, I don't know, like, how late, How what time did the bus come? Was it on time today? Mm-hmm. Was it before time? Was it after time? Like, you can still play and find new mm-hmm. shit in every single day, even yeah. though your day is the same every single day. Bro, I, yesterday, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> Bro, I, like, I when I run for a bus, I never miss it now. So, like, I walked halfway, mm. and then I ran knowing, like, okay, it's time to run. I fucking run. As soon as, like, it's visible, mm. bus stops. I'm like, fuck yeah. I, I, you know what game I'm playing? I'm playing a game where I don't even run. Mm. Even if I, even if the thing says it's coming, like right now, I'm just like, I walk. If I miss it, mm. I miss it. If I don't, then sick. <laughs> like this, it's this whole thing I've been doing with Tim too. Uh, was it yesterday or Monday? Monday, we were supposed to go to Firefly. And I was like, it was eight. And I was like, wait, when do they close? Like 10 or nine? What's that? Uh, Firefly, Firefly is uh, the, the cannabis store downtown oh, okay. on New York Street. Um, we're going and I'm like, Wait, will we have time? I'm like, wait, <laughs> we have bear time today, and if it's closed today, then we'll just go tomorrow. Like it's it's this whole thing. It'll be open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know how people will just be so cheese when something is closed or yeah. like when their plans go like wrong. It's like, bro, just replan. Yeah, like it's open. The store is open tomorrow. You, this is not your last opportunity to smoke weed <laughs> ever. That, in your that's life. a that's also a big thing. Like the patience factor. <laughs> If I you miss have, a bus, who cares? If that if, if I drop my phone, bro, who cares? Yesterday, I, that changed everything. I work again yesterday. I, I was I was stacking the fabrics, right? Mm. Last one, and I could go home. Very last one. As soon as it's you there, you rushed it. I'm. I didn't rush it. That's the thing. Yeah, you could have. I could have rushed it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Got up on the staircase, slowly put it above my head, and stack. Just place that bitch. It fucking falls. Ah. Half of it falls onto the ground. But like, I'm just like, oh shit. That's okay. Guess I have to redo it. Yeah. <laughs> Just redo it. What's the rush? Mm. Like, what's the rush? Where are we going? Yeah. What are we seeing? <clears throat> and I saw, an, I saw another thing on Twitter. It's like the 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 wave of the sun and the solar system, and it's going to the right. Like, a, it's a graph. Mm-hmm. People are like, where are we going? We're going here. <laughs> where, where else are we? We're not going anywhere. We're going. We're going. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. We're not going. We're just going. You know, it's vast, infinite mm, space. That's such a hard concept to grasp. At this point, we've we've juggled with it so much that it's yeah, that, it's like, like to me, it's just it yeah, makes so much sense. Yeah, even if it's not like even but if it's not like feeling it, it's like you have to imply it. Still, sometimes it's like ugh. <laughs> like what do you like mean? Ugh. like to just to just try to understand oh, it. Always yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like you're kind of trying to reach yeah. something that's so far. But yeah, and now, and now I'm seeing it, in even in like every lesson my professor gives, like mm. oh, functionalism was actually not very functional <laughs> because the focus was completely flipped. And too intellectual. Mm-hmm. To Descartes, oh, this is, it must look, must look like this and they completely ignore the human side of it. So it's like, it literally up is down, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's in everything. Uh, oh, I wish I had quotes from this because there, there were pages that were like, mm. holy shit. Oh, wanna, let me I see. I read a quote. I posted here. some from uh, on the archives. Let me see if I can... Pull that up. Room booking approved. Lit. 
What is ergonomics? Oh shit, nigga. Ergonomics is that the is a science. Big jump. <laughs> I know. It's not though. They're listening right now. It's, it's, it's the same ergonomically thing. sound. Ergonomics is the science of work, of the people who do it and the ways it's done, of the tools and equipment they use, the places they work in, the places they work in, and the psychosocial aspects of the working situation. The word ergonomics comes from the Greek word ergos, which is work, and nomos, which is the natural law. <laughs> natural law of the science of work. How do I flip this book? How do I jump? Hmm. How do I write on this table? Is this table high enough? Is it too low? It's what your it's what your process is, just the relationship between humans and products. Mm-hmm. Make sure that relationship is as is as healthy as possible. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like there's more to it. It's of course. it's like yeah. Of but course. I, but I think I think that's mainly what Yeah, that's the gist of it. Right? Yeah. Um is this your first time taking an ergonomics class? Yeah. But she she dropped in like last semester. Okay. Uh, bro, I loved it. Like I was hooked. Because that's because that's basically yeah, and it, what was she saying in the class? Um, how yeah, if you're not doing any, which is debatable, because 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 Steve didn't fuck with that, with the whole uh, market research to mm. figure out what people want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just intuitively figured everything out, <laughs> and then Apple ends up being one of the most successful right. companies. So it's. It's interesting to hear her say that because she talks about, well, that's the thing. If you're making a product for babies, observing babies, it's not necessarily market research. It's just like you could just. There is though. Yeah, actually, no. What she said makes sense. It's just you you just need to understand and observe the thing that yeah. you're making the product for. If you don't, then you're just making the product for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. It's not about what you think the person, how, what you think the person is like or works or mm. what the person does or what the person tells you they do. It's about you watching exactly mm. what the person does. It's not about what you think. Or getting them to just try it. Yeah. It's not about what you think they do or mm. what they think they do. It's about what they actually do. Yeah. Um, that's very important because I think a lot of people just think they know. Mm. And then a lot of people just ask people instead of observing mm. and watching those people themselves. And then they end up getting very distorted like like pieces of information mm. to make a product. Which is a reason. That's why art, there's why. so much freedom. It's like, fuck it if you don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> art is just like, art is like, this is how I see the world. Yeah. You know? Um, and then you could kind of mix those two things together uh, art and whatever this Ergonomics. is. Asking people what they want. Human factors. Uh, but as you as you learn about this, yeah, we should totally fucking talk about it. And you have readings too. You yeah. could, we could discuss the readings on this because that's very interesting shit because mm. that's a big part of design. Especially product and industrial design. But uh, what was I going to read from this book? In order to not leave any traces. So traces he's talking about is like traces of of your ego and mm. your practice. Right. So the thing I was talking about how, oh, I can meditate for five hours yeah. a day now. Like, ah, I'm so good yeah. at meditation. That's traces in your meditation. When you finish doing something, forget it, but don't necessarily like, to completely mm-hmm. erase it from your memory. Acknowledge the fact that you did it and it, like it's part of your memory, but don't hold on to it after you've done it. Mm-hmm. That It's done. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You know when you're high sometimes and you just say something and you forget you fucking said it? Like when you smoke weed, it's legal. <laughs> when you smoke, when you smoke, that's what I realized like last time I smoked. Like you will say something and you just forget. Yeah, you like, don't did I just know. say that? <laughs> you're so in the presence. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's literally what I was tripping out about. I was like, whoa, like everything I'm saying just disappears. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. Is that why they have short-term memory loss? Because mm. they just forget everything after they yeah. say it. 
Um, so this, that's You're, basically what he's that's talking about. The the crux. I don't even know what that means. The crux of presence. Fuck. I don't know why I'm using these words. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's probably not the appropriate word, but, yeah, in the context, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but in the context of the sentence, it makes sense. Let me fucking Google that. In order, to, in order not to leave any traces, when you do something, you should do it with your whole body and mind. You should be concentrated on what you do. And this is what I mean mm. by any mundane day-to-day activity. You should do it completely, like a good bonfire. You should not <laughs> be a smoky fire. You should burn yourself completely. If you do not burn yourself completely, traces of yourself will be left in what you do. Mm. No ego in your practice. No you. It's just divine, divinity, just pure wholeness in your practice, basically. You will have something remaining which is not completely burned out. Zen activity is activity which is completely burned out with nothing remaining but ashes. This is the goal of our practice. This is what Dogen, 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 whatever you mean, Dogen means when he says... Ashes do not come back to firewood. Ash is ash. Ash should be completely ash. The firewood should be firewood. When this kind of activity takes place, one activity covers everything. So our practice is not a matter of one hour or two hours or one day or one year. (laughs) If you practice Zazen with your whole body and mind every moment, even for a moment, that is Zazen. So moment after moment, you should devote yourself to your practice. You should not have any remains after you do something. That does not mean to forget all about it. If you understand this point, all this dualistic thinking and all the problems of life will vanish. Which is a thing, a concept that's been coming up because duality. Because from from yin, from yin, I was like, okay, yin yang. Like I was like, okay, this is this is this is both. Mm. And I was playing, I was in it. And then now (laughs) it's like everything is it's almost as if everything is perfectly planned. Yeah. After I figure out the concept of Taoism, I start learning just presents itself to me is the concept of non-duality mm-hmm. and non-dualism where you're basically becoming the dot itself and you're leaving mm-hmm. everything so that you can come back to it and play within it without falling into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's crazy. Another quote. <laughs> when we sit in cross-legged posture, we resume our fundamental activity of creation. Oh, this is this one is crazy. There are perhaps three kinds of creation. This is what I was just talking to you about. The first is to be aware of ourselves after we finish Zazen, which is after you finish meditation, you open, you're creating the world again, right? When we sit, we are nothing. We do not even realize what we are. We just sit. But when we stand up, we are there. That Sorry, is the what was the second one? It's not there. We're oh, not okay. there. This is the first step in creation. When you are there, everything else is there. Everything else is created all at once. When we emerge from nothing, when everything emerges from nothing, we all see it as a fresh new creation. This is non-attachment. The Mm. second kind of creation is when you act or produce or prepare something like food or tea. Same Mm. thing, full presence. The The third kind is to create something within yourself, such as education or culture or art or some system for your society. So there are three kinds of creation. But if you forget the first, the most important one, the other two will be like children who have lost their parents. Their creation will mean nothing. What's the third Out one? Out of nothing comes everything, right? The third one, I'm still... The third one is uh, things that come from within you. So art, art comes from you. Mm. Like art is your... Acris's art, that's okay, still Acris's art. See, that's see. still tailored to your... your you have your own style of making okay. it. But without practicing the art... So there's a the distinction art, between the second and the third, is what I understand. The second and the third are basically secondary. Mm-hmm. The primary and most important one is the being nothing. Mm-hmm. Because out of that nothing all of creation happens mm. when you open your eyes after meditation. It's like everything is suddenly new and yeah, your perspective, you names on everything the way you perceived everything before you started 
is way different after you're done. You're however long you meditated mm-hmm. for. Everything seems like, oh shit, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. Like, oh damn. And you kind of forget everything. Like, what time is it? Like, blah, blah, blah. So that creation is essential before you start creating anything mm-hmm. else because that's nothingness. Mm-hmm. And out of that nothingness is where your creations come mm-hmm. from. So crazy yeah. fucking shit, nigga. <laughs> um, and the, yeah. Yeah. But the Tools thing. For it's making sense. It's making sense now. Yeah, but there are a lot of there are a lot of moments where I'm reading. I'm like, like this is definitely not something you read once. There's mm. something you read once, you practice it, and then you read again. Mm. It'll make more sense with practice. So this is what you're saying. You learn, and then you have to go practice, and then mm. go back to what you learn, and then you'll see what the thing was saying. Because it's not something you grasp first mm. try. <laughs> and my well, from my experience. Remember when uh, <laughs> Plum was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and you're like, "You're so dramatic." <laughs> Oh, when what, what did you ask? I don't that? remember. It's like so I think. Oh, Mosey was like, Mosey was like, he had his eyes closed for a bit, and and Plum was like, "Are you okay? Like, <laughs> is everything okay? <laughs> like, you just like, why are you so dramatic? Yeah. Let, me, let him just be. Are <laughs> you asking him? Let me be enlightened. Um, Ram, <sighs> this is gonna be. We're gonna have Ramdas era in this podcast mm, where yeah. I'm just gonna talk because, bro, every lecture is just so fucking good. Um, <laughs> There's this one called Awareness is, is the Sky, where he basically, and it's real quick, I'm not going to, like, it's just an analogy makes for your, your awareness, is where imagine, like, imagine as if your, your mind or just, yeah, your mind is the sky. And what is the sky? How do you grasp the concept of sky? Because it's just unlimited space. It's just a vast space, right? But within the sky arises clouds. Birds, planes, those are thoughts, feelings, emotions, and life. And your job is to be the sky and to watch all of those things come in and out. And you can't, and that's it. Like That's a good way to see, to see just what awareness and just mm. how empty you should be to really just wow. understand. There's levels yeah. to awareness. Is there? Or I think is there, there just is. awareness? I think there is. I think that awareness you're talking about is so omniscient, like omnipresent. It's like, wow, I'm literally every single person at the same time mm-hmm. versus, oh, this is what my breath is doing versus, oh. But that is I awareness. Yeah, but it's That's just another cloud in the sky. Huge. The scale is massive, though. The scale, difference of scale. No, because that's just that's just big things. You're talking about big scale, small scale. That's still in the sky. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the sky itself. I'm talking about awareness. Yeah, that's what I mean. Awareness has the sky. Everything, whether a small cloud or a huge collection of clouds, okay, is I still see. within I, I, the I one think, sky. There's still one I sky. Think the misunderstanding is you're, you as the sky, you're aware of everything in the sky. Me, I'm only aware of the bird. Mm. Yeah, that's, the misunder- that's what I was trying to get at. Whereas yeah. when you develop higher levels of sensitivity... You really you zoom out more and you can see the bird and the colors yeah. and the clouds to the point where you can see everything. Yeah. yeah. And that well, that's the thing. The more you have to become more and more of the sky. Mm-hmm. You have to become more and more <laughs> of the sky. And the funny thing is Don't just be the bird. There's infinite yeah. sky. So it's like you're gonna keep becoming more mm-hmm. and more sky, sky, sky. <laughs> like you're gonna be yeah. just become vaster. Um so that's a cool thing. And then the other thing was the on the pull to God. I'll have that one linked in the in the description. Cause that one, oh my god. I listened to that yesterday, right before sleeping, 
and it was the only thing I listened to. So I just laid down and I just listened and then I meditated after and went to sleep. Um, and man, even then I didn't fully grasp everything. Like there's some things that yeah. just flew right over my head. And he basically just through anecdotes, he's, he presents the idea that some people get so attached to the spiritual path and they become so beyond their bodies that they just leave it. Mm. And it, there's a, there's a term for it. I forgot the term. Uh, but it's a term when people die just mm. from leaving their bodies. Right. They willingly just the physical body. They yeah. willingly just say fuck it. I don't want to be in right. this realm anymore. It's too, I just, it's, I just want to stay over there. This is too nice. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck this heaven hell duality. And, oh, he also talks about this whole thing about his his goal. This was seventies, mm. and he was like, "I'm still not pure. I st- I still don't feel fully pure." Mm. And the reason why I could be meditating right now, but instead I'm giving this talk. Mm. And mm. what he's basically, what he expresses to them is, is to the people wherever he was giving the talk is, is that he's not doing it because he wants their love, because he needs them, because he wants them, because he wants any outcome out of it. To him, him giving these talks is an instrument for him mm. to become, like right, an instrument right, for him on his spiritual path. Right. So it's it becomes this thing where he's doing it for him. The more you connected to God, the more the world the world becomes an instrument for you to serve God. Yeah. So he's not there's no the reason why his talks are so pure is because he's not doing it because he wants the approval of who he's mm-hmm. giving the talk to. He's giving it the talk to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. And the thing you mentioned where where when anything goes wrong, he just says, "Oh, Hmm. Baba's trying to teach me a lesson. Yeah. Maharaji is 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 uh trying to trick me again. He was in line for for <sighs> at the market or something and oh, it was super power, long. Powerful. And it was super long. I think some some nice, some attractive lady came in. And he talks about perversion that way too. And he's <laughs> like, when when some very attractive person comes in and, and like those feelings come up, he's like, Oh, it's perversion again. How are you? Long time no see. Invite like invite your feelings mm. in for tea. Yeah. Because I was talking to Tim about that um because if you don't invite it in for tea it just keeps knocking yeah. and you can't if you're trying to watch tv inside or sleep or just mind your business hmm. but you can't do anything because this fucking yeah. knock keeps next thing you know the door's broken everyone's keep, in there you keep hearing this knocking and they break your door and everyone invites themselves mm-hmm. in and it's like okay no if you invited in for tea and you ask how it's been because it's been visiting other people, right? And it's just your turn to be visited. Like a Jehovah's <laughs> Witness, you just ask it, like, how's it been? Who you came into? Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then you just ask for tea. It'll politely leave. <laughs> mm. You just catch up. Well, and it, yeah, it's and the leave. honoring. It's the honoring of the, the whatever emotion it is, right? Yeah. And then it, it leaves. Yeah. And you do the same thing for everything. You don't try to keep happiness yeah. and have it stay over. You don't have, try to have happiness sleep over. Oh, bro. You have happiness... Cause stay in for T2 and then leave. Because then happiness has to leave. It has to go to other people too. It can't be all for you, nigga. <laughs> Ramdas Ram uh, read this in one of his talks. Okay. <clears throat> what time is it? How much time? Does it matter? Probably ended with this. You want to keep going? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I know what that. All right. <clears throat> I am the great son, but you do not see me. (laughs) I am your husband, but you turn away. I am the captive, but you do not free me. I am the captain, but you will not obey. I am the truth, 
but you will not believe me. I am the city where you will not stay. I am your wife, your child, but you will leave me. I am that God to whom you will not pray. <laughs> I am your counsel, but, do, but you do not hear me. I am your lover, whom you will betray. I am the victor, but you do not cheer me. I am the holy dove, whom you will slay. I am your life, but if you will not name me, seal up your souls with tears and never blame me. <laughs> Hard. Fire. Key to success, awareness. <laughs> and money. Give us some. Oh, of course.